You know, a lot of assistant chemical engineering professors at schools across the country, say places like Penn State or, I don't know, Princeton, might be afraid of topics like uh, drying-induced assembly of colloidal supraparticles from anisotropic nanoparticles or something. But Michael Howard ain't no coward. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello out there in podcast land. Old Jeremy Henderson here, Jer Barra, Communications and Marketing Specialist at the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing, and co-host of the podcast with the most, most. <laughs> that would be the award-winning Samuel Ginn, or no, the award-winning Sam Ginnon. <laughs> Hashtag getting the best podcast at all of higher education still and somehow. Uh, joined, uh, as always, over here by my uh, co-host, Austin Phillips. He is the director of the Office of Communications and Marketing within the uh, the college. John Sluice back here, back-to-back uh, triumphant returns. Love to have the Sluice back with the juice. This is how we do it. <laughs> and uh, today, we have a very special guest, a uh, colloidal super particle superman. That's what I call him. <laughs> how long have you been working on that? No, it just happened. Okay. It just came to <laughs> that's, me. But see, a lot of people think it's epiphagere. super particles. No, no, no. Supra particles, which we got to get into. Yeah, I would have missed that. Mike Howard, not Michael Howard, uh, an assistant professor in chemical engineering. And uh, my and and the the latest recipient of a uh, what was it? How much is it? Uh, it's about two hundred and seventy thousand dollars from the NSF, and then another two hundred thousand euros from uh, the German equivalent of NSF. Dude, what is that called? Like the DSF, the Deutschland Science? Like what are the, the what? DFG? DFG? Oh, I had it. You were close. I had it. There's a D and an yeah, F in there. Yeah, I knew it. Dang, I didn't, I should have kept reading that, that story. I didn't get to the Euros. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to pronounce the F in that though. That's Once you a, read it. Do I would do. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to get it. Can you pronounce the F in that? Uh, not particularly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best? It, it's bet? got about 26 letters. Oh in it, my gosh, that's hey, it's a great organization. Well, that's awesome. So why why do they why do they think you're worth? Why this are stuff? people just breaking off the dollars for you? Yeah, here, and then Deutschmarks yeah. or your your whatever they do. Yeah, so this was a special funding opportunity for a collaboration between U.S. and German scientists. So um, that's a pretty unique opportunity. Uh, my research group, we do material science uh, and specifically colloidal materials, which are small nanoscale stuff. Um, this call was asking us to try to understand a bit more about how we can make different types of these materials. And specifically, my collaborator and I are experts in modeling. And so we're trying to use computer simulations and math to understand how we can make new types of materials in the laboratory. So growing up, I always loved the word colloid and colloidal. I don't know what it was. It was the one thing in physical science that stuck with me. And white dwarf, <laughs> the planets. Awesome. It's a planet yeah, state. I, I didn't think it was Snow White. So. Um, right. <laughs> so, so uh, like a col- I just wanted to see real quick before we really get into the meat of the, the Mike Howard story, like... Uh, do I still have understand it? What, I mean, would it be something like mayonnaise or something? Yeah, so that's a that's a great everyday example of a colloid. So colloids are um, typically you have 
something suspended in something else. So mayonnaise is a good example of that. That's an emulsion. Uh, shaving cream is another good example oh, of an yeah. everyday one that y'all probably used to mm -hmm, use it. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's uh, within the world of more advanced materials, there's th anything that has like nanoparticles, um, other tiny things suspended in something else falls in this realm of colloidal materials. Did you say shaving cream, something y'all used to use? Yeah, so that y'all you're used you're used, used to okay. using because I yeah. was sitting there thinking that was a great joke, Mike. I mean, we gave him nothing off of that. I know. That. The, the, I heard the, it wrong. The, the, <laughs> edit it, edit it, make it, make it like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Well, I hate colloidals. Well, so because I'm it, not a mayonnaise fan. You know, you don't like the color. No, and so. when that example, I'm like, <laughs> you don't like mayonnaise? Ugh, the worst. Oh, come on. Come, like he said, it's an emulsion of egg and uh, oil. It's just, <laughs> hey, would you like this whip of fat? No, thank you. There's a lot you can do with mayonnaise. I would mayonnaise. like my sandwich not Mike, wet. do you like mayonnaise? You're okay with that. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a cloidal man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, uh, okay, before we get, I don't know, I, I would love to get, so how, how did you get into to, to this? Uh, so, um, you know, as an undergrad student, I got involved in research. Um, it wasn't ever something where, I... Where was undergrad? So, it's a bit of a dirty word uh, <gasps> this week, but... No. Uh, oh, LA, Okay. Oh, Penn, Penn State University. Oh, oh God. Okay. Wait. Okay. Jeez. Talk about did, some college. Did you do your research whenever you scheduled this, Jer? <laughs> so, the, so, the, so the time Thanks is for joining great. us, Mike. This is great. Uh, good luck with your mayonnaise. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you weren't at the game, were you? Were you at the game? Uh, you, were, you were at the game. Yes, sir, I was. What, what were you in? Oh, sorry. Well, what color? He was blue. Oh, blue, blue and white. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it was trimmed. How long have orange. you been here, though? Uh, almost two years now. Well, it's been a rough two years. <laughs> wait, 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 wait till we catch that lightning okay. in a bottle okay. again. He'll yeah. come over to the bright yeah. side. Yeah, it's okay. all it's Auburn every other week. But you sure. know. there you go. <laughs> so you you go to Penn State and you're in your study. You said you got interested. Yeah. So research wasn't ever something I really considered for myself doing. I had an opportunity. Started working. Um, I was terrible in the wet lab. I, I'm really bad in uh, actually doing laboratory type experiments, but computer modeling and um, uh, computer science stuff has always been something I've found really fun. Um, that's the type of thing I got involved in. And then it just kind of snowballed from there into different areas where you can apply this type of, of work. Where are you from originally? Uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. So that made it an easy choice to go to Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, you go on from there. Um, did you go work anywhere? Did you go straight to work on your PhD? I went straight to my PhD for my undergrad. I did my PhD at Princeton. And where's, where is that? That's in <laughs> New Jersey. I, I've never heard of this place. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a small school. In yeah, the, in the <laughs> loves the P schools. <laughs> yeah. So Princeton. Uh, I mean, how how did we end up at Princeton? I mean, was that you know? I mean that that's one of your big dogs. You know, is that where we sought out and uh, how did we end up there? Yeah. So I I really wanted to go to graduate school in chemical engineering. It's a great program for that, um, and specifically for the type of work that I wanted to do. Excellent folks doing material science simulations, and so it was a great fit for me. What's it like when you get in Princeton? Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is pretty cool. So, um, and what all you did we work on with our PhD while we were there? Uh, similar type of colloid stuff, modeling, um, and I was always just working um, mostly on on the theoretical side of things. And so, after my PhD, I, I was a postdoc at the University of Texas at Austin. Um, and while I was there, we focused on doing similar types of work, but really working with other experimental groups to try to bridge this connection between modeling computer world and you know the real world where you can we can make an impact well so what 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 is the impact like why why are we doing this did you say it already 
My brain was trying to. I was stuck <laughs> in the cloud. They're making new materials. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, new materials. I mean, so for for why? I mean, why we got plastics? We got wood, metal. I mean, do we need more? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I love you being able to rattle off materials. Mayonnaise. We got. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So for the, for this particular project, we're we're interested in in trying to develop these super particles, which are a bunch of nanoparticles kind of assembled together into something mm. bigger. So one reason to do that is it makes it easier to handle those materials. It's something a lot bigger than a, than a nanoscale. And then in terms of applications, these types of particles do two really cool things. One is that they can be used um, to support catalysis, so doing more efficient chemical reactions, converting things from one thing to the other. The other thing that they can do is because they have certain sizes, uh, light interacts with them, and they make these really awesome, brilliant colors. So like uh, peacock feathers are this is a similar mechanism going on there. And so um, this is one example of like a made to order kind of functional specialty material. But basically any new technology you need nowadays, you need a special material that's going to do that. And so broadly, that's what my group is trying to use these types of projects to explore. So you're just stockpiling novel materials for when the next big thing comes along. And we need like a superconductor for like the cell phones that are going to charge in two seconds or something like that. So we're trying to generate new ideas for making those new well, types of materials. Well, that's a good one. I just gave it to you. Sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that one for free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trademark mayor. The, the other thing that we're doing is trying to develop a, a methodology, a workflow for how we can actually do this. So that way, when you come to someone might say from industry or in, in a lab, I need something that does this. We say, well, we have the tools that can help you figure out what you might make and shorten that research and discovery cycle. Awesome. When you talked about being bad in the wet lab, like what does that look like? I mean, were you just like clumsy or something? Or oh, like... you know, you got to go measure something. You're you're close, but maybe you're only plus or minus ten percent instead of you know oh. the, the folks are really good. You know, they're they're down to one percent or better, something like that. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, in my organic chemistry lab, my yields were all terrible. <laughs> nothing, nothing worth uh, selling or, or producing out of that. Man. Well, uh, coming to Auburn, mm-hmm. um, what drew you here? So I've. Really wanted to work at a large state university. I really love the mission from an education and research perspective and what that does for the economy of a state as well. So this is the, exactly the type of institution I wanted to be at. Um, chemical engineering at Auburn is awesome. We're a very growing department, especially in soft matter materials community, which is where my research is. And then the folks here are just great. You know, this was an instant fit for me um, somewhere. I knew that I'd be very happy and productive working. And, um, you know, I do love college football, so that's also a plus. <laughs> Had you been here before? No, it's my first time uh, that I ever been to Alabama was when I came to interview at Auburn. So um, if, if you're selling a colleague that's at Princeton right now or UT Austin, how do you sell them on Auburn being a, such a great place to, to work, collaborate and thrive? Yeah, I mean, I think you you nailed the main things that I would sell them on right there, which is the you know the community and the the environment that's being built here is really exciting to to be a part of, and um, that is a place for for people to be successful. Was there someone when you went into Ross that you looked at? You looked at what they were doing. Maybe you did some, you know, you Googled a little bit before you came here. Was there someone you were just like, whoa, that's some like hardcore stuff? Yeah. So so folks on not that they all aren't. But, you know, just maybe one that stood out. Culture eye. Yeah. So so folks on my on my side of things that were already here. Um, so Dr. Brian Beckingham and Dr. Virginia Davis are both doing really exciting work in the soft matter. And especially from the experimental side of things, one working with membranes, one working with a lot of different types of nanomaterials and composites. Any collaboration with other departments like electrical or computer science software? 
Um, there's definitely opportunity there. You know, you, when you're getting a research program growing, it's hard to start those at first. But that I think there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, it here. sounds like there are applications that really that, that could cross all those uh, disciplines. Absolutely. So, what are your goals in life? What are my goals in life? That's a deep question. Yeah, you got any, <laughs> When's the? Uh, I mean, we, we've got a. I mean, when's the young career coming? Oh, you might have talked to funding agencies and asked them that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, it just seems like this kind of yeah. when's, the, when's the career right i mean i mean it just seems like uh i don't know it could be knocking on the door here well we have just been spitting them out i know recently. that's what i'm saying so, and i mean well, I, next this, in line. This, this feels send them this like podcast it. <laughs> checks in the mail the uh so so how long is the uh the project i mean what's the the duration so this is a three-year funded project three year yep Okay. Are we going to Germany at all? Yes, sir, we are. So that's one of the uh, nice parts about this being a collaborative grant. They really wanted us to be exchanging researchers back and forth as well. So there'll be a graduate student from Auburn working on the project, a graduate student from Germany working on the project, and we'll have uh, travel opportunities in, in both directions there. That's, this is wonderful. Not only do we have... We're doing a lot you know, with Germany. I was about to say days. that our German exchange that, that we really have working uh, in collaboration with our friends at the College of Liberal Arts. But, you know, research, grad students, this is amazing. This is great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, the, uh, I mean, do we have any other, I don't know, like, like, like what would you do today? What I do today? Yeah. I mean, like, what, what's an average day like <laughs> when you're working with this kind of stuff? You know, because it's easy. A lot of it, I don't know. I mean, I just think, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just picked up some nanoparticles. Right, know? right. I mean, like, what, 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 what do you what are you doing? Yeah, so the the day to day execution of this type of research, we do a lot of computer programming. So we imp so we 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 think through the models that we want to implement in the computer. Then we either take existing software tools or we write our own in order to simulate them in some way. Um, we use a supercomputer like the um, Easily cluster here on campus uh, to run and collect a large amount of data. Then we go back and we process that. Also, that's involves. Um, more computer programming uh, analysis there. And so spend a lot of time in front of the screen. Um, but uh, but it, 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 the exciting thing about doing this type of work is it's very deterministic. If something goes wrong, it's almost always your fault. Um, sure. You know, you can track it down very systematically yeah, with debugging. Same Austin, way Jeremy. Austin's yeah. like, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know. Jeremy. <laughs> the, um, well, the, well, it seems like there's a lot of, you talked about like collaboration and everything. I mean, for you, you, you got to have this, you know, obviously your, your chemical fundamentals and everything but my gosh i mean we're doing modeling we're doing your own programming i mean do you have to take us uh, some extracurricular club you go into like the <laughs> computer club after like it seems like you got to be pretty well versed in uh in all know, computer it. science and programming I mean, yeah am so i wrong you no know, you're, you're you're right on but also chemical engineers are super well trained to do this type of work because never mind um you know we, <laughs> we do a lot of computer modeling as part of our uh, even our undergrad students as part of their degree do a lot of that here which is a really big strength of our program. Um, and then we also have a lot of physics and chemistry going on, which chemical engineers are also trained in. Well-rounded. I love it. Every time I think I could go back to school, you know, yeah, we get a guy the, like Mark, Mike comes in. And they, they quit giving those free those free nine hours to you, Jerry. <laughs> you know? She said free. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I know it you It sounded understand. like that. Uh, it it, teaching any classes this semester? Yeah, so I'm teaching one class, which is uh, our chemical engineering thermodynamics class. Oh, which, he's teaching thermo. Thermo. Uh-oh. Are you the enemy or are you the uh, – does everybody love Mike right now? Uh-oh. I hope they like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's early in this semester. But, 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 I, but I mostly want everyone to learn. 
Yes, amen. <laughs> yes, amen. amen. Which that's, our, a, that's uh, a tough one. Our audience is a learner. How do you, you think what? you could do in thermo- thermodynamics there, Jack? You know, you want to tell yourself as an Auburn man that you could do anything. Because of work. I would fail immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole creed crap, work hard work, I mean, come on. I mean, that only goes so yeah. far. If you put it on a T-shirt. It's like we've got an extra line for Jerry. Yeah. Dumb. Real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd like to think you could do it, but. I just I don't see it. Be happening. honest with yourself. Yeah, I don't see it so. happening. Hey, uh, but how many people can host a podcast? You amen, know? amen. Right, yeah, right. yeah. There you Eat go. your heart out, Mike. <laughs> Y'all have a tough job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks. Hey, to t- somebody's got to do it. What <laughs> thanks a ton for joining us, and uh, and and congrats on the uh, the success and uh, with with what you're doing. And, and we always end this podcast with two words. We are Auburn. <laughs> three words. That's three. War Eagle. War Eagle. <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.